0: Hello and welcome to Dotto Tech. I'm Steve Dotto. Glad you're joining us today. It is the second of July. Just heading into our our summer break. This will be the last show before we take a couple weeks off here on the show. And uh, our live show guests today include Vivica von Rosen, the LinkedIn expert, and Todd Maffin, who is a regular on the show. Uh, we have a lot of fun today talking about. LinkedIn. We're going to be talking about webinar tools. We're going to be talking about the Canadian anti-spam legislation. And we are also, of course, joined by Fraser Morrison, who monitors our live group. Now, if you haven't yet participated in one of the DottoTech live shows, we are set up now to uh, actually incorporate a live audience each and every week when we record the show, a live studio audience. So check out the DottoTech website to make sure that you can join us if you happen to be interested in. Uh, you'll have a couple of weeks to make that decision though because uh, we're going to take two weeks off now coming back with new shows in early August. So uh, for the last time before the end of July, and I know it's early July, but for the last time before the end of July. Let's switch over and join our live show as we welcome Vivek von Rosen and Todd Maffin, and we are on the air and live with Dotto Tech Live uh, this uh, this fine week. We have a we have a a, a, a a abbreviated lineup as Todd Maffin is still en route. <laughs> He's en route to the Google Hangout. Yeah, uh, but we we do have the lovely and talented Vivek von Rosen.
1: Ever heard uh, of an iPad before?
0: Yes, oh, no, you know what he Todd's in the middle of moving houses, and yeah. um they got a storage locker. And apparently they left something crucial in the storage locker that they need, like like I'm talking like medication or something. Oh,
1: okay, somebody. not just. A
0: it's like they packed it up. Like, Wait a minute, if I don't have my and so they had to rush off to to do that. So he he warned me that he might be a little bit late. Uh, so welcome to everybody uh, coming into the chat room today. We got a small group today. We didn't we didn't. It's summertime. We weren't really in heavy duty promotion mode for the show, but it's going to be an awesome show uh, today because with Vivica von Rosen, we also have uh, of course my good buddy Fraser Moore. All the way from the Maritimes. How are you doing, Fraser? Oh good. wow!
2: Is it, uh,
0: is, it really late there. is it smoking hot? Oh, Fraser stays up. He, he doesn't sleep. He does. <laughs> many Maritimers don't. They just. It's, 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 he's good seafaring folk. He's used to being out cod fishing for many days at a time without sleeping. Right, Fraser? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 now, now Fraser wrangles our audience. So I see we've got we've just got a few people in the room. But let me know where you're from. Uh, in the chat room. So look on the right hand side of your screen everybody in the chat room and tell us where you're coming in from so we know where you are geographically as we move into today's show. So we're going to keep the, the topics today, are we're going to probably keep the show, show fairly short and fairly simple today although we probably will get off topic at some point knowing Vivica and certainly when Todd gets on, Lord knows where he can take us. Yeah. But Vivica is of course the LinkedIn expert so we're going to be spending some time talking about LinkedIn. And we're also going to spend some time talking about something that's really uh, been kind of interesting is the CASL, C A S L, the Canadian Anti Spam Legislation, which is in, now in effect. So if I send out yeah. an email, uh, so somebody right now is already heading towards jail uh, very, very soon. So let's see where everybody's from. Oh, look at everybody's coming from Newfoundland today Torby, Newfoundland, <laughs> and Kevin. And Kevin's They're all Fraser's too. friends. <laughs> I tell you, it's like we're hot in the Maritimes today. It's funny how it, get, it goes cyclically, cyclically it like that. Cyclically, last time we had a bunch of people from Maryland last show, so it's all wow. East Coast people staying up late. Uh, is it is it too hot to sleep? Is that the problem right now, Fraser in the Maritimes? What's I've the weather?
2: Had it was twenty seven today without any humi- humidity.
0: Oh, so that was beautiful. What's beautiful. that in American?
1: Yeah. What's that <laughs> Todd's in American? here. Hi, Todd. Oh,
0: Hi, Vivica. Sorry, guys. Vivica, you were born in Canada. I know. Don't be don't be pulling the American. I, no, I can't hear anything I now. Hate- Oh, Todd, are you there? Can you hear us? Todd? Hello, Todd? Todd? Todd, are you there? Hello, sorry I'm late, guys. That's okay. Can you hear us now? Can you hear us, Todd? I can't hear, can us. hear us. Oh, it's, this is we why we ask people to Todd come in early. Yeah, so, so. <laughs> Okay, we're just going to let Todd eventually come on and struggle Don't pick away. Don't your
1: then. nose, Todd. We can see <sighs> you.
0: He doesn't know. It, it's okay. Audience, stop talking I'm, about. I'm getting Todd. there.
2: I'm getting there. It's a slow internet, I think.
0: It's slow internet. It's not slow internet. You don't have can your. Can you hear micro- me? Okay. We can hear you fine. Yes. We hear you.
2: <laughs> okay. Does he
0: see me nodding my head? Can you hear us? <laughs>
2: Apologies. I know I promised
0: you a better microphone. That's I can okay.
2: hear you. Uh, there's a there's a delay, but I and I know I promised you a better microphone. But my uh, we're in the middle of packing, moving, and my. My good microphone is somewhere in a box, and I couldn't find it.
0: We explained to people that you were in the middle of packing. Oh, you just, <laughs> Vivica just bought a new one. And look, Vivica has the green screen behind her now, too. I know. So we were just about, we were just into, anyways, for, uh, for the audience, Todd Maffin has joined us. Todd Maffin, of course, social media guru here in Canada. He's awesome. Uh, he is awesome. And, and both Vivica, Todd, and I spoke at the uh at the uh, what was it uh, social media, social camp, media in camp in, in Victoria yeah. in it was what was it two months ago now it's ages ah, yeah. ago yeah. ages ago and I thought I thought we because we had a little panel discussion where we were talking <laughs> the state of social media which was quite a bit of fun to kind of kick things off and Todd and Vivica nearly got into a fist fight. So yeah, totally. I thought I thought it would be a good idea to get them to Take get them both down. on here because Todd didn't think LinkedIn was the social network. He thought it was stupid. I think he said.
1: <laughs> no, he thought Facebook was stupid. He liked LinkedIn.
0: <laughs> no, he likes Facebook. Well, let's let Todd speak for himself. <laughs> What's he can't. So- His
1: microphone sucks.
0: What's your social media uh, your social media channel du jour, Todd? Which one are you uh, enamored I think
2: Barry, you know, it depends on the audience you're trying to reach. I think LinkedIn has some really strong things. I, I think the problem with LinkedIn is that most people aren't using it the right way. They're not using it for lead generation. They're not turning on lead collection and advertising. I, I think there's a lot that they could be doing with it that they're not. Whereas I think, you know, something like Facebook makes it so easy to buy an ad or to boost your post
0: Because I think it's a little easier that way. Yeah, and yeah, perfect. Well, let's actually that gives us a great start. Let's start talking about LinkedIn. And because I am Vivica and I are working on a little bit of a webinar, and so I've been spending a lot of more time looking at LinkedIn in the last little while. And I see LinkedIn making some big changes. Do you do you sense that they're in the middle of uh, reinventing themselves, Vivica?
1: Yeah. No, they absolutely are. In fact, I was with a client today, and something changed in the middle of our, of, of me showing them. Something. So yeah, they're 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 definitely going yeah. through big changes. They're of course trying to move from uh, just being known as a, a, a Rolodex on steroids or um, a job seeker site. You know, they're really trying to build up the small business division, Davis Schneider over there. They're really trying to build up the um, the the content marketing aspect of it. So it's um, yeah, they're 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 really trying to make an effort to become more of a social media site. But then they do really kind of silly things that keep people from engaging on LinkedIn. So.
0: so so let's first of all take a look at, at what they've done recently. So one of the yeah. things, I guess they acquired, they've, they've been in a, a bit of an acquisition spree yeah. for the last maybe two years. Uh, yeah. Included is some things quite which are really bizarre in the mix. They acquired... <laughs> Card Munch, which was a fairly useful tool for capturing business cards, and then they completely just threw it over, uh, traded – I don't even know what they're going to do with it, if they're going to try and spin it off and sell it uh, in favor of of hopping into bed with Evernote, which actually is a good technology. It's a really
1: good thing, yeah, yeah. But
0: they spent millions of dollars on Card Munch. I mean, to do something like that is just downright strange. And the other one – the other one that's got my head scratching a little bit is, and I think this is an app that Todd put me in touch with in the first place, was Reportive. They purchased yeah. Reportive, and I now know. they're making changes to Reportive how it's how it's working in its native mode. And yep. Reportive users are not very happy with LinkedIn as a result.
1: Yeah, no, not only that, but um, and I don't know if it's Reportive or if it's another third party app I'm using yeah. with Gmail that gives a, a, a LinkedIn signature, but. It, I am getting all these spam notices now, so I don't know what's what's all going on with that. speaking of spam. That would be
0: with Ystamp Stamp.
1: That is it Y Stamp is
0: that. has in? a LinkedIn signature feature now. Have you been using yeah, that? I love it's been coming back is, it's it's a great tool.
1: I know. So I'm, I'm. I was. I wasn't sure if it was Y Stamp or if it was reportive or what's going on with well, that. Well, reportive
0: doesn't add anything to your outgoing. I don't no, believe that's true. it. Just well, it just gives you feedback on true. what everybody that you're talking to is yeah. engaged with social media wise. So but, and know I know. Go ahead. I was
1: just gonna say. You know what's interesting is API just took out its its CRM. Um, or LinkedIn just took out its its CRM API, so like um, folks like Nimble are are having a harder time using it in Sprout Social and and um, and but but what's weird is it seems to affect Reportive too, which makes no sense because they own Reportive. So, you know, the thing about LinkedIn is it's so siloed. I don't think the different divisions even talk to each other.
0: Wow. <laughs> they might have, not
1: even know they exist. I don't know.
0: <laughs> have you been dabbling in it very much lately, Todd?
2: In Reportive or in no
0: LinkedIn LinkedIn. LinkedIn.
2: Not, not terribly. Um, I, uh, I, you know, I do follow, uh, quite a bit of sort of advising on social media advertising. Um, I find LinkedIn yeah. ads expensive and getting more expensive. They're terrible. So, yep. um, yeah, I wish that they're. It's unfortunate that they're kind of closing down some of their APIs. Yeah. Um, you know, it's the whole point of the web is extensibility. You know, and to be able to to, um, to connect those things up works really well. I mean, I'll tell you of yeah. a great uh, connection that I use through Zapier. Zapier is this great middleware. It's it basically, oh, nice. um, it, it puts, it, it's sort of like IFTTT, which is a lot of people yeah, know. It yeah, yeah. It's like IFTTT for business. And oh, so nice. it's got all these business apps. So you can connect LinkedIn to, like I've got this great app on my, on my iPhone called Full Contact, and it'll let you scan business cards. And it gives you, right. and it's like every other business card scanning. In fact, I think LinkedIn has one through it, or had one at least. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: it, card it, much, it's, yeah.
2: it work is that it would automatically try to figure out how to um, uh, what, what the words were It would do text recognition and it usually got it wrong especially if you've got a business card I don't have any around here there's got lots of you know tiny letters on it and things like that so full contact yeah, there we go. full contact will actually send it off to a human being yeah like that uh, <laughs> who will transcribe it so now here's where LinkedIn comes Whoa. in cool. through Zapier after it's transcribed, Zapier gets a notification, and Zapier will automatically send the person on the business card a LinkedIn invitation, a connected wow. invitation. And through Zapier, you can customize what that text is. So I've got it every time That's I scan nice. a business card now, every time I scan a business card, about an hour later, that person gets an automatic uh, LinkedIn connection request. Downloading. Says, hey, since we've, since we've exchanged business cards, uh, why don't we connect here? And I found that very effective.
0: And and now do you and so you're not sure that's going to continue on though with their new A, with their well, shutting they down have some their APIs, APIs out yeah I mean that,
2: what, what drives it yeah. are these APIs which is this back end piping system and if they, yeah. if they keep pulling those out um, then no none of that'll work
0: I haven't yeah. noticed any changes in because I where I do most of my LinkedIn work is just posting through Hootsuite. And I haven't noticed any yeah. changes there yet. Uh, Kevin uh, no sent forward a question, Vivica. He said, yeah. unlike all the other social media platforms, this is true, users are informed when LinkedIn profiles are viewed. Uh, do you see that as a yeah. positive or negative, or, or do you actually think it's going to continue the way that it is?
1: Um, I th- saw it more as a positive um, up until about 4 o'clock this afternoon when they changed it. Um, Was no, that I what think what changed it's, today? <laughs> Well, what happened is um, when people view your profile, you used to be able to invite them to connect without jumping through the usual how-do-I-know-you hoops. Yes. So you could just customize the message and say, thanks for the view. Um, you know, I noticed that you live in Vancouver. I was just there. Love the city. Want to connect on LinkedIn. Something very casual like that, mm-hmm. which was a great way to connect to people. I mean, if they're looking at you, they're looking at either, either competitors or their prospects probably or their friends. But um, if they're friends, it's a great way to get back in touch. If they're a prospect, it's a great way to get in touch with them and invite them into your network. And then, you know, if they're, they're an existing client, great. You know, it, it's another touch. And if they're a competitor, well, you can do something JV with them. So I like the Who's Viewed Your Profile. Um, you, can, you can make yourself anonymous you lose the ability to see everyone um, who's viewed your profile when you make yourself anonymous. But you can do that, you know, so if you're, if you're, if you're weird, weirded out by it. I um, am
0: weirded out by it a little bit. I'm weirded out because uh, sometimes, well, here's, well, for example, I was looking through my stuff today, and there was yep. some guy that put forward a, you know, I'm interested in doing business with you thing. Yep. And, I, and I thought, sounds like a spammer kind of. Yeah. And I yeah. went and looked at his profile to try and judge him. And yeah. so then and then when I exited back to my home screen there it is that I viewed his profile so this guy knows now that I looked at him and I went if oh, I don't want you to know I looked at you <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, like I said, you could have made yourself anonymous if 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 you yeah. thought about it in time, which yeah. is like six clicks. So it is kind of a pain in the rear end, but um, but you can do that. I mean, so I I like the tool. I I think it's great. I liked it more up until four o'clock today when when they made it harder to connect with people. Yeah, because that but,
0: seems to be the benefit. Do you look yeah. at do you, okay, Vivica? Let's let let's air the dirty laundry now. When you okay. check out your competitors, do you go anonymous before you check them out?
1: Nah. You know, I know most of my competitors, yeah. and the ones I don't know, whatever. You know, I, there's enough space for I think most, if not all, of us. Um, we all have different. We we all have a different feel. Um, mm. We all have different audiences, you know, or most of us do. So, eh, what the heck? So what and and you- I ended up doing stuff like with you, you were. T- I, was it you, someone was talking about Jason Alba earlier, and I was like, yeah, he's a he's a buddy of mine. I love him. He's a mentor. Um, so you know, there's. I'm friends with most of my, quote, competitors. Yeah,
0: you're too nice. You don't have, you're, you're too nice. You're not, whereas, let's talk to somebody that's not so nice. Todd, do you, <laughs> do you, do you, do you check out, do you go anonymous before you check out your competitors?
2: Uh, I, I don't, because I think, it, unless it's changed recently, I think to go anonymous means that you can't see, uh, you can't see what people are seeing on you. Like, like, I think it sort of works two ways. I Vivica might might confirm this but I think it's like I can choose to be anonymous but that means I won't going to be able to see who visited my profile.
0: Oh is that a is it a one time switch where you turn it off and you're anonymous for all time Vivica? No no you can turn it back on. Oh, yeah but, but you have to keep going back and forth yeah.
2: But it means that if I but it means that if I'm if I choose to not unless they've changed this but if I choose to not show up on other people's reports then I don't get to see reports on my profile of who's uh, of who's
0: clicked on me. So as we look at the future of LinkedIn, if we if we are in agreement that we see them pulling in their kind of co- consolidating their power base to a certain extent, what does the future look like? Because they started out really as a resume site, and the and the their early strength was always around recruitment. And and as as a matter of fact, that was my first experiences with it. I never never thought LinkedIn would be much for me in the early days because I was self-employed. Nobody was ever going to hire me, so I didn't see the value in it in its first early days. So I didn't get on board the LinkedIn bandwagon quite as early as a lot of the others. But what do they see themselves as? Moving ahead now, Vivica. Oh, good. She's talking and we can't hear her. Did you hit mute, Vivica? Did somebody mute Vivica?
1: Can you hear me now?
0: We can hear you now, Vivica. What did my you cat. do? My cat hit cat? mute. <laughs> <laughs> he totally did. We've all got animals in the room. I know Maffin has some furry beasts running around. I've got my dog jumping back and forth. and <laughs> Okay, your cat uh, hit mute. My, the cat hit it's mute. It's new My Dog Ate the Homework Live. It is.
1: It? <laughs> it is. The cat, well, he, that's actually why I have the other headset, because my cat ate my last headset, too. <laughs> um but, you know, I think the problem with LinkedIn is I'm not entirely sure the different silos talk to each other. So I'm not sure the job seeker division talks to the, the recruiter division, talks to the small business division, talks to the content marketing division. I know Jason Miller and, and David Schneider, of course, talk to each other. But, you know, honestly, I don't. I think you'd get a different answer for the future of LinkedIn depending on who you talk to over at LinkedIn. Um, I do know they do want to get more into the content marketing, hence the whole publisher platform, hence Pulse. You know, buying Pulse. Um, that was a. I was kind of like, "Whoa!" Cause I love Pulse. It's, it's it on you know on my on my iPad. Um, I don't like it so much on LinkedIn, but um, so I think it depends on who you talk to. And in any arena, I think it's it's going to move down to pay to play. Um, they just you know they 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 for the first time ever they gave. Um, Features to the premium members before they gave them to the paid members, so that's a new move for them. They've got the new banner on your personal profile, and they've got this keyword tool that's actually really cool that you can only get if you've got a, a premium membership. But they also introduced a, an $8 a month premium membership. Yeah, so, which is a
0: lot more digestible yeah. for most people because, yeah, I, in fact, you and I've I've I were talking they were about too that. Expensive. Yeah, yeah, we've had yeah. a few conversations because I've always yeah. thought they were far too expensive the average person. I always thought they would do much better if they just (laughs) limited you to say 100 (laughs) contacts and then charged you if they want to go over it, right?
1: Yeah, I hope they don't do that because then I'd be broke. But, um, <laughs> but no, but you're but you're right. And you know what they did with Spotlight is you get all the cool stuff. So you get the nice big banner. You get to see everyone who's viewed your profile, not just the last five people. You get um, you get the uh, you get the new keyword application. Um, you don't get the in mails, and you don't get the extra. I don't think you get the extra introductions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's not yeah. It's it's you know it's it's pretty cool so I think that's smart but um yeah, you know like they're to-
0: go ahead go, No no you go ahead No you go <laughs> No you go
1: Todd you go Oh my god Get a room <laughs> <laughs> No I you know that like the recruiter package is $800 a month their top recruiter package so that's nuts um although with most some of the features are cool on it um i used to have it when it was 500 dollars and had more but but they're definitely moving towards the pay to play i think and and i get people like you who are really you know who are like i know i'm not gonna pay for my social media but when you think about we talked about this before when you think about what you get like like let's let's flash back 20 years like how much would you have paid for a tool like linkedin that would Easily let you find, connect, engage with your top prospects. How much would you pay for that? You know. Um, so anyway, that's that. I'll get off my my my. I, I don't my think horse? they're perfect. Like I hate ads. Let's we could talk about ads. I think LinkedIn ads suck for the most part, other than we their top seeker ads.
0: I Think that's a great. But, before we do, I'm going to give yes. one public notice. Okay. I'm, I'm getting notifications from uh, my operating system that disks or not have not been injected properly, and I'm not right now so I'm a little bit concerned right now <laughs> that my system is going to go uh, we've just decided to restart Steve because <laughs> cause that's just the way it goes sometimes so if we lose everybody uh, I will try and reconnect really quickly but there's a chance that my computer might just suddenly decide to shut down not giving me any, uh, hey, any warning hardly, Steve have you
2: somehow disabled the ability for us in Hangout Toolbox to put goofy hats on our heads? Because
0: I don't have yeah, that option. Yeah, seriously. Did you disable it's, it's, that? It's called the math and Filter. <laughs> they sorry, added. Sorry. sorry, the first time we did a Hangout, the very first test we did was uh, Todd uh, just brought us down to, into a much lower level by putting on monocles and things. Although it was, the monocle was pretty cool, Todd. So, uh, uh, so Kevin's asking if I just did an OS X update. I did the latest update, and to be honest with you, oh there he is Todd's adding it now. Um, <laughs> you know, this is also a podcast. There are some people that are not going to be able to see it, Todd, and you're yeah, really that. disenfranchising that part of the audience. We actually yeah, get Todd. more listeners. We actually want more. We get more listeners in the audio podcast than we do in the video. So I'm just saying, just yes. you make. But you're an adult. You make your own decisions. Oh great! Right. And now Vivica is opening apps on. It. And okay, we've. we've <laughs> and we haven't. <laughs> well, even got... no, I'm
1: trying to get the Q and A. Fraser told me to look at the, the chat, but the only chat I'm seeing is us. So then so I click thought I might sorry, be in the Q
0: If you want to see the chat, you want to click on the uh, the um, webinar Jam button, which is the white button oh, on the left hand side.
1: The see, other... Vivica has it.
0: That's uh, oh, we, look at actually that. that's going to be one All of our right. topics today. Is we're going to talk about webinar solutions because Mathen sent me a note today saying which one I like. And I think it'd be a great opportunity. (laughs) I think this is the perfect one for you, Todd. And when you have a serious uh, (laughs) webinar to deliver, I want you to invite me on. (laughs) Okay, Todd. Let's, let's, let's make it a deal as far as, as, far as that goes. Uh, there was something that I, I actually had, oh let's talk before we devolve and in, in lose our audience completely, let's talk about Facebook, <laughs> let's talk about LinkedIn ads because I can remember there was a time when I read a, a blog post by one Mr. Maffin who was waxing eloquently about how great LinkedIn ads were back in the day back and the- somehow or other the yeah. luster has fallen off the LinkedIn <laughs> ad. What's, what's the story there? Why?
2: You know, I'll tell you what they did that that really bothered me, and Facebook has now done this too. There used to be a time when on LinkedIn you could target a very small group of people. You know, like I'm talking like 15, 20 people. Um, And Steve, you and I, and Vivek, I presume, too, uh, work with speakers' bureaus. So, you know, there was a time where I was able to target the 30 employees at this one speaker bureau mm-hmm. and when I went to visit them next they're like, "Why you must have an enormous ad budget because every time I go to LinkedIn, it's you there and it was getting me business because I was always in their face." Exactly. But you know, what they didn't know is I was just targeting that very small group of people. Well, yep. a, a, a fairly good while ago now, uh LinkedIn changed that and now you have to do them in buckets with a minimum of I think 1,000 people in them. So, and I still run them mm-hmm. and here's what I do is if I'm targeting a small group of, say, 50 people at a single company, is I'll run the 50 people uh, and, then I'll add, and then I'll add a company in the middle of nowhere. I'll find, like, some Chinese manufacturer of engines and I'll run the ads to them because I know they're not going to click on those ads. They have one that will have nothing to do with me. And it gets me up to that magic 1,000 number. That
0: right, like, right. Oh, because acquire. you're paying yeah, by there's... the click. Yeah. So you're going to make sure there's no spurious clicks.
2: Yeah, exactly. So if I have to do it with 1,000 people, and I really only want 50, I'll do, I'll do it to two companies. I'll do Speaker Spotlight or SP or whatever, you know, with the group I really want, and then I'll look for, like, Wing hinging hinge manufacturers, and I'll advertise to them too.
0: and they'll never Oh, that's
1: smart. It. I'm writing this down.
0: That's a great, that's a great ninja tip. You know, math for that. Every time I see one of your ads, I click.
2: I know. Well, that's what I'm going. I know.
0: I'm, I'm trying to support you, buddy. Does it help?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and now Facebook has done the same thing incidentally. Facebook you used to be able to target, now mind you, you it's always been difficult to target pages that have a small number of people, you know, if, if, or a small number of likes I should say. Um, so the, there's a couple of work around that, there's a tool called Social Lead Freak that you could kind of scrape the screen to do it. But one way to do it is to get a list of all the email addresses and, uh, and upload them as a custom audience. And there was a time when you could do this with one person. In fact when I was dating the woman who would later become my wife, who's in the back there somewhere, um, <laughs> I, I uploaded a custom audience with just her email address and I pulled... Huh? You did that to me? Yeah, I did that just to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so so she was the only one who saw this Hi my Jocelyn ad everywhere. now we done the same thing.
0: I, I so got that. I, to... I had I had tacos at uh, at, at Jocelyn and Todd's wedding. did? you did? I did. Aww. <laughs> yeah, you had a I food wasn't truck invited. as a invited. Yeah, well, no, that's a, that's you didn't know that, and, and if you hadn't followed him on social media, <laughs> well, there's media, that. You might have been on you might have been on the A list. Okay, so so <laughs> so LinkedIn's advertising now, and it and it skews very expensive as well because of the engagement, right?
1: Yeah.
0: If you are in a space where is it worth the money? If you have, uh, like, is there a, is, there a, is, there a, is there a scenario where LinkedIn advertising makes total sense?
1: You know, I've got some friends who, who are in the twenty K per month club and they, um, yeah, they they see a positive ROI. But I don't know, if I had twenty extra thousand dollars a month to spend on marketing, I probably wouldn't spend it all on LinkedIn.
0: When you say the twenty K <laughs> per month club, you're talking about twenty thousand dollars they spend on marketing?
1: Per just month on, using Just LinkedIn. on LinkedIn? Because you get, you know, you get your little teeny tiny ads that no one pays attention to, and then you get your decent ads on LinkedIn. But they tend to run somewhere like twenty. I actually, I'm, I'm exaggerating. I think it's twenty k every quarter or every three months. But it's it's ridiculous. It's a whack a do. Really, it's a whack a
0: Are they yeah. professional yeah. services? The, the yeah, sorts of yeah they are.
1: They are. And you know, it's. But you know, I was talking to the folks over at CA Technologies and also over at Citrix, and they they. For a very short while, we're putting that kind of money into ads, they didn't see the ROI. And these guys know what they're doing. So, yeah. you know, um, people are seeing decent results from sponsored updates. But uh, yeah, most my ad budget goes to to Facebook. Yeah. I do. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I advertise my two products that I sell on link about LinkedIn on Facebook. Wow. Because sure. I can't afford to fit. that. We, we we did a split test. Well, it wasn't really split, but but oh, we did. The exact same ad, the exact same image, the exact same languaging. I mean you know, it was it was an identical ad on, on, on Facebook and on LinkedIn. On Facebook it cost me five dollars to, to target that particular audience. On LinkedIn it cost me fifty and we had like ten X the response from Facebook. So that's that just tells you
0: See this is that just tells you. <laughs> for all the for as 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 peed off as we are with Facebook for a lot of their things, yeah. I think they are still the most incredible bang for the buck for almost all types yeah. of marketing right now. Yeah. And, and and Todd Todd does a lot of campaigns for, for customers. Are you are you yeah. primarily focused on Facebook, Todd, right now? Hmm. No,
2: I would say most of my brain power goes to retargeting right now. I um, think okay. it's more effective there. Uh, second place is probably uh, Facebook. Uh, but I do run some Twitter campaigns as well, mostly for clients, not for us. Um, but for my agency it's it's retargeting in and Facebook and, and probably the balance is seventy five percent retargeting
0: now let, that's mm-hmm. Vivica and I are probably aware of what retargeting is, but it's still a pretty new term for a lot of the audience. Why don't you just give us the thumbnail of that? Sure, retargeting is is
2: and probably everyone has seen this before where uh, you visit a website like uh, Barcelo Resorts, for instance in Mexico, and uh, so you see it there and uh, and then like you know you're surfing around the web a couple days later. And you see banner ads for Barcelo, and you think, isn't that interesting? That that the day after I went to their website, they start running all these ads for their for their resort. Well, that's not what's happening. What's happening is you because you've gone up to their website, they're tracking you around the web and they're advertising to you. Um, yeah. I use this with great uh, efficiency. The minimum buy at Perfect Audience, which is what I use, is twenty five yeah. bucks a week, and it's incredibly oh. powerful because you get access to people who've already been to your website, so they've already and, and only those people. Um, My ads, my banner ads have appeared on the New York Times website, on the front page of the New York Times website, on the front page of the CBC's website. Um, I had a friend who lives in Saudi Arabia who sent me a screenshot of an Arabic language knitting site with my banner ad on it. Ah. (laughs) And she's like, why are you advertising to Arabic language knitters? And I said, I'm not. I'm advertising to you because you went to my website. So incredibly strong. And, And in the last year or so, Facebook has partnered with these retargeting companies now to provide retargeting in the newsfeed. So, uh, and if you want to see it work, you know some some sites to try. AppSumo would be one to visit. Yeah. I know they're doing retargeting right now. So go to appsumo.com. Don't go to their Facebook page. Go to their website. You yeah. just have to visit once, click around a couple pages, then go back to Facebook over the next days, and you will start to see AppSumo advertising everywhere in your newsfeed. Yeah. Uh, even if you don't like their page. So it's it's very very cost effective.
0: Now, I wondered was, about that. And, and and you said something to me which caused me to perk up because I thought that mm. the purchases and the buys for retargeting were were a lot more dear than $25 a week. Right? Yeah.
1: Like I'm totally calling you after this, Todd.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. ToddMaffin.com slash Perfect Audience is the affiliate code, but it's just PerfectAudience.com if you uh, uh, if you want to go directly. Wow. Okay.
0: And so perfect audience is one that you've signed up with and you're using and it's and, and for and now does it does all retargeting work based on people visiting your website or can you set it up where they visit uh, maybe your Facebook page or something another asset that you might have?
2: You have to be able to put code onto the web page. So Facebook doesn't let you jam code on their site, Twitter doesn't God. let you jam code. So if you control, now that said, if you have a corporate site and a separate blog mm-hmm. uh, or you have, you know, you're running like lead pages or you're running a, a service like, um, I'm trying to think of the one in Vancouver anyway, A, B, testing, any, any web page. Oh, uh, Wishpond,
0: Wishpond. Sure, Pond oh. is one or, yeah.
2: you know, or Unbounce is the one I was thinking Unbounce, of. Unbounce,
0: yes, okay. You know, Vancouver is full of these services.
2: They really are. They really are, yeah. Um, you know, all of this stuff is really, anything where you can inject your own code, uh, you can then track.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it's so it is the mainly for
2: your own site. Is, uh, adroll.com by the way. Another good company.
0: Okay. Yeah, now that's the one that I looked at, but they were more expensive as I recall. I, uh, they I, should I, be it,
2: about the same. It oh, should okay. be probably the same,
0: yeah. And is it a sophisticated setup or is it like a lot of people are dabbling with just placing their own Facebook ads right now, which some people find complicated, me for one. Uh, but yep. is, is the retargeting uh, an order of magnitude more complicated?
2: No, not at all. Are you able to see my screen?
0: Yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead, sure. Yeah.
2: yeah. So let me just log in, I'll show you what it looks like at this end. Uh, and it looks like that they're doing a, a $60 promotional budget. Um, so this is basically the way it works. You, um, you, now, this is the demo account, so I've got uh, uh, nothing in here. But, okay, fine, got it. So you basically say, I want to launch a new <laughs> campaign. What kind of campaign? Do you want to target people with web banner ads? Do you want to target people in the Facebook news feed or uh, on Facebook with ads? I find news feed retargeting incredibly powerful. So we're so talking about the
0: destination of the ad, not the origination of the contact.
2: That's right, exactly, exactly. So um, you can see I've got a couple here that I'd set up as, um, uh, on my site. So I'd had it where if someone goes to my presentations page on my website, that that's a, that's a particular audience for me. So they would get ads about my presentations. If they open my emails, you know, uh, th- because you can include code there, you know, on on like Mailchimp or these services. Uh, oh. if they go to the me- uh. if they go to the meeting planner. So on my on my website, uh, I've got a page specifically for So this is what it looks like to a human being, but buried oh, in
1: wow. Your-
2: but buried in here somewhere, if we look at the code, and I'm going to just type in here, if you look at this right here in the code of that page, is my code for perfect audience. So, And in fact, I've also got code for ad roll. So nice. because someone visits this page, it automatically loads that code. It says, oh, this pro- person's probably a meeting planner, so we'll put them in here. And I can say, you know, I want to keep them, keep targeting them up in 80 days.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: you can do some nice things like targeting. Here's something else that's cool that you can do with That's these services cool. that you can't do with Facebook or LinkedIn yeah. is you can day part them. So you can say, I only want my ads to be seen I- during business hours, between 10 and there from Monday to Friday only. And so your ads won't appear uh, other than that. And then you, you know, it's just like every other ad campaign. You set what you want, $25 minimum. Uh, you run what your what the actual ads look like. So here's a couple of examples of, of what it would look like in the news feed. And remember, people are going to see this when they visit my website. So even yeah. if they don't like my page on Facebook, this is going to pop up for them.
0: Now, Todd, I do That's have one awesome. question for you. The one thing that has driven me crazy with the retargeting is I have had several... <laughs> what are you laughing? What's he doing? <laughs> what happened? Why are we laughing? Because I love Steve Dotto. <laughs> Did you just notice that? He's having that for the last five minutes. And it well, seems to follow I was his looking eyes. looking at... <laughs> It seems to follow his eyes as he moves around. It's creepy. Awesome. I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay. I wrote them on my
2: nipples just for you, Steve. (laughs)
0: This this is a guy that ever since he left the CBC, ever since he left the CBC, he's been completely untrustworthy on air. I'm just. Uh, I've been
2: totally unhinged. Totally. (laughs) Now,
0: the thing that to to try to bring us back to content, um. One thing that's bothered me that I've noticed with some ad retargeting is there's this I've bought some products like I've gone out and I've purchased a product and licensed I'm thinking of a seminar product yeah. and the and the guy still retargets me for months afterwards and he's uh, and it's spent yeah. and, and, and it will keep appearing and it finally got me so upset I just started clicking on it cuz I'm like what if you're going to you know I don't know what to do <laughs> how how do you avoid that
2: do Don't ask me. Well, 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 <laughs> it's, it's not very smart uh, targeting. So basically the best way to do it is if you're running a campaign where, you, where the goal is you want people to subscribe to your email list, right? So yes. on MailChimp yeah. or something like that. Um, so you basically you create your custom audience. You say, I want it to go on this page. And then you upload to these services like Perfect Audience or AdRoll a list of people who are already on your, your email list. And that way, it can kind of factor them out again. Um, it's not perfect. Oh, There's no cool. direct sync, unfortunately. So you've got to kind of always be re-uploading it. Yeah. Um, so it, it's not perfect, but yeah, you know, the okay. the solution to that really is to is to run your ads like hell for two months on people and then turn it off. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's a good idea. So so sequencing it through. So the so that retargeting though that is going to be it, it's for the next six eight months. That's going to be the hot topic as far as. As far I as think online so. advertising, yeah. I, I love the idea of cool. it, and I yeah, didn't I realize did. that it was quite as important. What, what blows me again, not to bash LinkedIn again, but here you can yeah. do it on the web, you can do
2: it on Twitter now, you can do it on yeah. Facebook ads, you can do it in the Facebook news feed, you cannot do it on LinkedIn. Like, where is LinkedIn at? Uh, oh. no,
1: yeah, exactly. No, I have to agree with you on that one.
2: <laughs> wow. I yeah, I, you you, could... there,
1: there's so much potential for, for income for LinkedIn in ads, and they, they just... Totally. <sighs> yeah, they, they yeah.
0: <laughs> Just a big sigh. That's all we get from Vivica. <sighs> big sigh. Let's let's move on to the exciting news of the day. That we are now July the second, yeah. which means some lucky sucker could be heading towards a million dollar fine from the government of Canada. Oh Judith yes, yeah. yes. God. Which yes, was God. like and on
1: social easy. media day and Canada Day. It was released. Like really? Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, um, now, Vivica, you're in the U.S. right? Yes. So how does this apply to you?
1: Um, I don't know yet. I mean, I am at because I I do have a Canadian audience. So
2: yeah,
1: yeah, I, I don't know. Is is Canada is Canada gonna sue me like they're suing Facebook? I don't know. No.
2: <laughs> I think although Steve, you might know better than I because I'm not certainly not an expert in it. Um, I think it only applies to Canadian businesses. I don't. But I don't know. It's hard. The legislation is enormous. It's
0: ridiculous. It is. I'm led to understand that it's going to apply to anybody doing business in Canada. Oh, my God.
1: But if I'm in the States selling a product to someone who happens to come to my website from Canada, doing the retargeting thing, and then Canada goes that spammy, like – yeah, I'm not doing business in Canada. But then, isn't that what happened between Facebook and who was it that sued Facebook? You are doing business in
0: Canada, to? though. You're sending. It's it's the same as the yeah. do not call list in the uh, in the uh, the fax uh, list.
1: It's, okay. it's, my
0: understanding is, as soon as you take nickel one from a Canadian, you're doing business in Canada.
1: Okay. So yeah.
0: you you know you've done it. That's what, this is. What's happened with Facebook? Why Facebook is facing yeah. a Supreme Court trial here in British Columbia because they, you know, they well, let's you not ha- talk
1: about Supreme Court trials in, tonight, shall we?
0: Okay, <laughs> okay, we won't. Do you have? Are no, you? No, we just had a big Supreme thing court?
1: In, in, in the U.S. with Hobby okay. Lobby and all that mess.
0: Oh, oh yeah. okay, yes.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, so I'm, at, I'm looking on the. Uh, I'm looking on the official Canadian anti-spam legislation thing. Yes. Can you see the screen? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And they've got a very interesting little thing here. It's a three-question. Do you use email, SMS, social media, Media. or instant messaging to send commercial or promotional? So yes. Do you install software programs on people's computers? Not when I don't tell them. Not on purpose. (laughs) Do you carry out these activities in or from Canada? So in your case, Vivica, you're not carrying it out from in. So it looks like you're okay. It says it allows... Needing hey. enforcement against spammers operating in Canada, but if you say yes, which Steve and I would, then you yeah. get this enormous, you know, huge. Uh, uh, you're going to hell if you don't do it, and and I I don't know about you, Steve. I, I um my list was not particularly clean, as oh. it were. Um, yeah. So I yeah. decided to um to 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 you know you went through
0: you went you went through your scorched earth policy with your list.
2: I did. I set you up did. a brand new list. Um, wow. I'm Not connected to the other ones. Um, I, I emailed everyone on my list and I said, this is coming, I got big things planned but you have to sign up now manually on this list um, and then about five days after that I sent out one to people who hadn't opened or clicked Then I got a few more from that and then just about a day before the deadline I sent out a final one in plain text only so we get through some more spam, uh, all, again only to people who would not opened or, or clicked the, the other ones or at least as much as you can tell. And I had a mailing list of 5,600 people, and as of this morning, I have 1,200. I lost four fifths of my mailing list.
0: Which is, which is, which sounds but, a lot worse than it is. But I now, how yeah. how how aggressive had you pruned your list prior to that, Todd? Not at all. See, I, yeah, I see. I regularly go into my list and look, and the people that have not opened an email from me for the last six months, I just turf them. Yeah.
2: Steve's uh, such a choir boy. Well, no, because it costs but, me
0: money
1: to do no,
2: no, that, the, the that That would be really cool if we could trust the metric, have they opened it. But we can't trust that metric yeah. because the only way to tell whether or not someone has opened your email is either they click on something in the email, then we can track them, or they have images turned on automatically in their email, then it loads an image and it tracks it back. If you don't click and if you use a system like like the new Outlook, or Apple Mail or Gmail where that where those images are not loaded by default, someone could open your email and you'd never know. They would be reported to the mailing list service as this person well what it what it really is saying is we could not detect someone seeing this email. Okay. And I have. get
0: that. Except yeah. my emails my emails that I send out, my newsletter, is a digest of all of my videos that I produced that week. So it's very graphically intensive, it's all graphics, so mm-hmm. anybody opening and reading the email and, and not engaging with any of my content, not clicking and watching one of my videos or not doing anything else, they're not my tribe anyways at that particular point, right? No. Yeah. So at least they want to see what the graphics are because I, do, I, do, you know, I always have seven or eight graphics in every email. So I, I, again, I felt safe in, in in turfing those people, but I do see what you see, and people who send out really nice, simple text based email only—it's going to be much more difficult for them to follow that same model. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah my, my email service shows me um, both who opens it and who, I think, who opens it and then who clicks on something. So it gives it's me only both.
2: Showing you, no, it's only showing exactly. you people that it can detect who opened it.
0: Ah. Oh. So which service do you use, Vivica?
1: I'll pro web tools. Um, okay, I think it right, uses yeah. Madril,
0: yeah. Yeah, and, and Todd, you're a Mailchimp guy. I am Mailchimp. Yeah, and I, I'm using Aweber uh, right <laughs> now, currently. Which are you laughing at me? <laughs> I'm not you know, there's, there's actually a um uh,
2: there, there's actually a really interesting mailing list. I don't want to get too far off uh, down this rabbit hole, but um, there's actually one called Sendy. And now uh, the advantage to the disadvantage to all of these um, email. List services is that as your email list grows, um, it gets it gets expensive to run. You know, yeah. five thousand people yeah, on a mailing list. You're is saving 000.
0: money now with only twelve hundred. You've gone down at least yeah. two tiers.
2: I have, and in fact, it's I twelve hundred um, fits within within MailChimp's. You can have up to two thousand for free. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So it could be free for me now. I'm paying the thirty bucks a month extra just for that just for that ability. But let me show you really quickly this. Um, this thing that I've got called Sendy. Um, now I bought it. It's it's a one-time use product, uh, one 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 purchase product, essentially. Uh, how do I find? Oh, one second here. Um, so it, it's a competitor to MailChimp or AWeber or those yeah. things because you install it on your server yeah. and then you nice. don't have to uh, you don't have to pay for it again. So I don't know if you're able yeah. to see the screen there.
0: Yeah, I use a very similar service. I use one called DataMail for my old mail list. And but the problem is that yeah. that's sending it through your own pop through your own email service unless right. you gate it through something like uh, something like Amazon Web Services or something.
2: Yes, yeah, and this that's what yeah. this does. It goes through Amazon Web Service, so it's okay. not all integrated. The, the problem, and I wish I'd known this before I paid the sixty bucks to purchase it and then seventy five to install it, is that you <laughs> can't seg. I want to create a new campaign here. I can't, this is going to go out Mm. to everyone who's on this list, you know, who's on the people list. So you can't segment, and that's a problem.
0: So Data Mail is a competitor to that, which works very similarly, which you can segment the list. It's DA, Mail. It's a very nice service, and ideal for things like churches and stuff like that, that have very clean lists. And are not, you know, are not very volatile as far as lists. They pay $75 nice. up front, and then they never have to purchase it again. So it's not, they're not paying the monthly fees from a MailChimp or, or a, an AWeber. But the, the other issue is, for something like a Castle is you need implicit uh, opt-in. And so you need the records of yeah. that double-sided opt-in, which sometimes these other services aren't quite as good at collecting. Right. And you have to know where they are, whereas it's AWeber or MailChimp's responsibility to deliver us those... those um, those, uh, and and those I'll admit, I will
2: admit a lot of people came on my list um, not particularly ethically. And when I think about it, I, I whenever I give speeches, I always say you can yeah. download my slides here. Um To yeah. so get a web form first of all, and then it automatically added them to my email list, and that's why I was out of compliance. But so.
0: everybody did that. That was yeah. that was yeah. that was de rigueur. I mean, I did. you know, yeah, and because we've all had as well opt-outs at the bottom of our mail list. Yeah. Yeah, which which unfortunately I think a lot of people get confused with, and they just click this is spam instead of because right. because my mail list is a hundred percent opt in, double opt in. as yeah. could be yet every, and it's about just about five thousand now on so one. There's of my always
1: lists. someone. Yeah, there's always
0: one person that says it's spam, and I go, "Who the hell are you?
1: Yeah, just unsubscribe
0: for and AWeber won't tell me who it is. They won't think Right, right. <laughs> which I really wish they. would Oh,
2: interesting. <laughs> so that be, because you can get that on MailChimp, it'll tell you. You can you can ask for a report of of which people reported you for spam. And, yeah. um, you know, if I have time, sometimes I like to go back and check to make sure that, you know, like if they actually did add themselves, I like usually, hey, just so you know, you signed up for this. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's great.
0: I, I, the more I hear about MailChimp, the more I like the idea of MailChimp. There's another uh, thing. I'm, right now I'm sending out a, uh, a course by email, and I can't start a sequence of emails on a particular date in AWeber.
1: Oh, really? You
0: know, it has to be based on the date that you sign up. I don't know. That's bizarre. I wish I understood it. It's driving yeah. me a little bit crazy. Uh, but I know MailChimp does that. So MailChimp is is there. But they're all, you know, none of them are our friends. So they totally check
1: it. out All Pro Web Tools. They they are my friends. They're the best. Yeah,
0: All they Pro are Web
2: friends. Tools.
1: All Pro Web Tools. Well, that is the single, they literally that's are.
2: That's like the single most generic possible name for, a, for an internet company you could imagine. All Pro <laughs> Web Tools. Like Information Superhighway <laughs> <for> Two Thousand.
0: <laughs> they try. They're trying to be competitors for uh, Infusionsoft. Infusionsoft, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Oh, At I a
1: fraction say. of the cost, and you don't have to hire someone to run it for you.
0: Oh, now that's good because Infusionsoft's
1: yeah.
2: great, but it's horribly expensive.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
2: A horribly expensive.
1: Horribly expensive. No, I, I tried. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. I would like
1: to. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> do you? That's
0: do you have? That. Are you? Are you do you need to make a do you need to come clean and tell us that you've actually invested in the company, Vivica?
1: No. That was okay. my I was doing my <laughs> you doing? I was doing you my, my hairball. I was doing my cat hairball. No, well, I you. um I have not, but I am friends with them. I've actually developed a relationship with them. So. But I'm not an affiliate with all four web tools, so.
0: let's take a step back, Todd. You sent me an email that you want a webinar tool. And so I thought I'm just gonna I'm just gonna out you right here and now what are you looking for in a webinar tool? Uh, are you talking to me? Well, that's why I said Todd. I thought
1: are you, you said I, Steve.
0: No, I said Todd. The thing <laughs> I is –
1: you were talking to yourself. I here's out, what's
0: happening. Good. Maffin is multitasking. He's trying to do something else funny right now, and he was just busted at it.
2: <laughs> busted.
0: You know, well, that is true. I was.
2: I was actually <laughs> trying to do something about, to show you on MailChimp, to be perfectly honest. It was still in contact. But there okay. was a bit of a delay, so I wasn't we're sure. Past, we're past um, the MailChimp
0: so, uh, thing now. We're on to webinar tools. Oh, you okay, sent me an email. I just want
2: to really quickly... Answer.
0: Okay, fine.
2: But, well, before we get past it, for 30 for, for for thirty seconds, I just want to show you, this is what their autoresponder uh, looks like, right? Yes. So, uh, so here's the event. So if someone clicks something in here... Mm-hmm. On, on this particular uh, email, then, you know, four days after, at what time should they send us? So it, they, they do have some pretty cool things. Yeah.
0: So can you okay. you can set a start date, though, to start the sequence as opposed well, to... Well, yeah, action. you
2: say you, you say X number of days after... Or no, before. I
0: don't want X number of days. I want a defined start date. I want on June 1st, I want to start sending this sequence of 40 emails every day to this list. So because it's a course, yes. I'm delivering an email yes. back course. it's not an that's...
2: autoresponder, but you can do that, yeah. Yeah, okay. you can. And actually, what they've got this nice thing called Time Warp where it'll figure out yeah. what time zone the person is in. So you can say, I want this to go out at 10 o'clock yeah, in the cool. morning, but I want it to be at 10 o'clock their time in the morning. Oh, so wow. it'll figure that out and it'll release it. Now, the How downside to that, cool. it's yeah. very cool. So Australians get it at 10 in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. East Coast. the downside to it is that once you once you start it, in the, there, there's a 24-hour window prior to that, where it becomes uneditable, uncancelable. So if you've made a typo uh, and you realize 18 hours beforehand that you've you made this typo. can't cancel it? You can't cancel it. You can't call them. I tweeted them, and I'm like, listen, it's got the wrong link. And they're like, sorry, there is a big warning. It <laughs> tells you before you go, but yeah. Wow. So By the deep. way, who is down the rat hole again.
0: Who's Arthur T. Corey? I want to know. I don't know. Uh, because it's uh, he's just tweeted Todd Maffin is awesome. Oh, you. You,
2: know, <laughs> you
1: paid for that, you know
0: it. One of my many minions. Yes, yeah, it's, it's 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 Jocelyn's. It's Jocelyn in behind. She's tweeting away like mad right now. Uh-huh. Stop it, Jocelyn. <laughs> All right, so so Maffin, the question was, you sent me an email today yeah. saying, do I recommend the webinar tool that we're using right now, which is called Webinar Jam, because you're looking yeah. for a webinar tool. So I, I, yeah. I, what are you looking for in a webinar tool? So what I want to do this summer is I want to do
2: this thing called the Summer of Social. And last year it was called uh, Facebook Summer School, um, but Facebook sent me a cease and desist, and I'm not allowed to call it that anymore. So it's going to be called the Summer of Social. And uh, and what I want to do is basically the kind of thing that you're doing, right? I want to have like lots of people. It's going to be free uh, once a week for six weeks. Um, it's going to be really good content. Um, and then at the end of it, it's going to be pay what you, pay pay the value you thought it was worth. So if oh, you I like that out of it. You don't pay me anything. If you've got a training budget at your company for five hundred bucks, I'll take five hundred bucks. If you got ten dollars, so anyway. So what I really want, That's and this is cool. hard for me to find, is I want two things out of a webinar service other than the usual stability, affordability, blah blah blah. I want two things. First of all, I want the ability for people to sign up to a recurring series of webinars. Um, the only one that I have found that can do this is GoToWebinar, and yeah. I hate to GoToWebinar. They are Satan's feces. <laughs> I hate I hate their
0: product. So I, I, <laughs> hey, I just could you could you repeat that in case because no. that's going to become my ringtone. <laughs> to become a ringtone.
2: No, I think that's all I, I am permitted to say. Oh my god! Uh, that's so so they have that ability. Could I be sued for this? Now no. it's paused again for some reason. I don't know. I, my internet's low. So um. So they have that ability, right, where you sign up once and you say, okay, this is a webinar series, here are the six weeks, and it automatically enrolls you. Yeah, yeah. I can't find enough system that does that. You can set up individual ones for people to register individually, or you can say, "Hey, here are the five times I'm doing it, but people can only respond to it once. The other thing that I want is, is, like, I don't want to get capped at 250 people only to find 300 show up. And now I have 50 people really mad at me. Yeah. Those are the two things I'm looking for.
0: Okay. So and I know the latter,
2: through, through Webinar Jam or, or the Hangouts, should do that.
0: Uh, Wendy's asking if she should tweet that out. <laughs> Is that going to be our hashtag? <laughs> hashtag Satan's Feces. <laughs> <laughs> Satan's Fill in the blank. Feces.
2: I that's am. Awesome. I am starting a tweet deck. You know what? For that. You know
0: what? You know what? You know what? I gotta say because we are. We are. We are not on. Uh, you know what? The the guys go to webinar are gonna. You know what? The quote's gonna be tomorrow. Todd Maffin says we're hot shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's perfect. Totally.
0: Uh, that's it. that's <laughs> it. Oh, I love uh, it. it. I well love said, Todd. Uh, that's it. That's that's good.
1: awesome.
0: Now, look at my color. I'm blushing. I can't believe I said the s word. Um, <laughs> That's so it's cool. like like Todd, I am so trained in broadcast television yeah. and broadcast world. For me to say that in any broadcast environment is like, like, what what did I just do? Did I just end my career? It's, <laughs> it's, we're, we're, we're so not equipped for this new medium. Um, okay, Todd, just kind of scaling back to, to, to what you're looking for. I don't know of anything that will register people for a series like that except for as you say go to webinar. But I don't think you have to worry about that because almost all of the webinar tools that uh, have the ability to integrate with your own autoresponder as opposed to their autoresponder. So what you could do say with the one that I'm using here, Webinar Jam, is you could have people when they register opt in on a newsletter on a mail list within your own and a segmented list within MailChimp and then Mm -hmm. you would just send out the reminders. You would manually have to create the reminders to go out to them. Of okay. the next webinar, but you could you could that they, they, you could set them up that way. I think that might be one way. Probably, you're, you're right.
2: The downside to that is that I wouldn't be able to give everyone their own unique link.
0: Yes, you'd have to get them. Yeah, yeah. you'd have to give them a generic link. However, with the generic, generic, link, with the generic link, with a generic link, they do sign in with their name and email address.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Okay, well, it's worth a shot. So it's yeah. it's
0: worth yeah. looking at. I'm not in love with Webinar Jam. Don't get me wrong. And I think I sent you okay. a link to another one called uh, Webinar Easy, Easy Webinar. webinar. Which actually installs and it makes me a little bit nervous. It installs as a plugin in WordPress, yeah. and so I don't know if that's going to crush your uh, your the overhead of your server or not. I'm right. a little bit concerned about how it can deliver to larger audiences. The beautiful yeah. thing about Webinar Jam, of course, is it creates a Google Hangout, and you know for uh, for everything yeah. else, Todd, Google Hangouts just work for people. The other thing that Webinar Jam gives you is it gives you the ability to ha- bring people into a Google Hangout that aren't coming in through their Google Plus account. It's the only way to get people into a hangout that don't have oh. that don't have. Yeah, it's a. That's the Ooh. biggest in my mind. That's the biggest feature of this particular product. That's a big
2: deal. That is yeah, a big yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. So have you had because anytime I do any of these, like I, you know, I I used to use Meeting Burner and they're pretty good. Yeah. Even go to a webinar, you know, you always end up with two percent of people who are like, I can't get in. It's not working. My system. Oh, exactly. Like, yeah. All that kind of stuff. So have you found that through this through this webinar jam, which is essentially a wrapper around Hangouts. Did uh, it solve that problem?
0: When we deliver in this format here, live, absolutely no problem. When we deliver mm-hmm. the type of webinar that I like to do, as you know, which is the hybrid webinar, which is, a, which is actually Vivek yeah, and I are recording yeah, one we're tomorrow. Gonna we're that, going to be yeah. delivering it in about two weeks from now. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that one there, there is an issue for anybody on iOS devices because what happens is um, it, it, technically technically what's happening is it's, Sending the video through as a flash file, which of course uh, is a problem for the Apple world. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are issues if you're trying to do incorporate video and and incorporate external resources into it. Uh, But other than that, It's uh, it's pretty solid, and I I I really like yeah webinar jam yeah yeah, that would happen if you want to pre record pieces and put them in. But as far as for doing things like screen sharing, like you've been doing right now within the webinar, it's awesome. And this chat area that we that we've got stuff going in the fact that you can add polls that you can pop in calls to action is very very strong. I really like that. So yeah, it's not a bad it's not a bad solution for for it's going to give you 80 percent of what you want. The only thing it's not going to give you is the sequencing, which I think, you know, uh, just get people to just say, hey, you got to you got yeah. to register each time, and just uh, you'll know who hasn't. So yeah. and it's not a it's not a bad registration process. It's you know it's a single it's single click registration because it's not going right. into an autoresponder. So uh, so it's a it's a little bit more setup, but it won't be that much more with only six modules for you, Todd. I would say it's right. probably going to work for you.
1: Yeah yeah.
0: Yeah, what do you use? Vivica? You're 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 a go to meeting. You're a go to webinar. I'm the person, feces,
1: I'm the devil's feces. Yes, I use the devil's feces yeah. myself.
0: <laughs> Got a, yeah. there for a second. <laughs> Why don't you tell us what was what what, what what is it that caused such a strong reaction, Todd? Is it just their pricing structure?
2: It, it, oh my God! Where do I? You want this list in alphabetical? <laughs> It's the pricing structure. It's prohibitively expensive. Now, I understand market demand, but it is prohibitively expensive when compared to their competition, which pisses me off. The other thing is they have not updated their user interface since, and this is a fact, since 1622. It was back in in Shakespeare's era last updated their UI, and that is too long to wait.
0: Too long to wait. Hey, what's this? Why did you change your text on your shirt?
1: (laughs) Oh, you seen that, Steve? He's had it up there for it's ages. Been there for
0: five minutes, Steve.
1: <laughs> yeah, Steve. I've been, I've
0: been, I've been running this. I've been herding these cats. All right, you know what, guys? We're it's almost, at the, we're almost at the hour, and I prom. <laughs> I, I, I think we should. I, I, oh, what's your cat's name, Vika? Go ahead. Clark. Did you? Did anybody see the p- picture of uh, Dinklage with Grumpy Cat on Facebook or the Oh, the are post? you serious? Yeah, there's Please. a great picture of Peter Dinklage with face with a grumpy cat, and it's hard to tell him apart actually.
1: Oh, yeah, it's a cat up now. You really are hurting cats.
0: Oh no, Todd's got. Have you got a cat up too?
1: Yeah,
0: Farley, come here. No, I've only got a dog here. Everybody's gonna hit you. We're Where's gonna it?
1: like get arrested for animal abuse, but honestly, they like it. Other
0: than all the hair. Uh, <laughs> she really does have hair balls. I <laughs> really <does>. do. Okay. <laughs> So this is the point. This is the point in the show where we are. Uh, Todd, what 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 have you got coming up? You've got this. When are you going to be talking about your uh, your summer school for for uh, uh, for the for the for the social networking site that is named after people's visage?
2: Yeah. Um. I. am This is the first time I'm announcing it. Is I waited until uh, until your your hangout to your, to announce it. So uh, it is officially uh, it is officially announced. I'll have more details on it. Uh, probably in about two weeks or so. As I mentioned, I have to move, so that's causing it. Yeah, um, but it. if people just go to my... Uh, the, the only way that I'll do this uh, by letting people know is just to sign up to my newsletter, uh, which is bit.ly slash Todd sign up. Bit.ly slash Todd sign
1: do? What would we do without Bitly? Seriously. Oh, I know.
2: Totally. I
0: use Pretty Link for
2: everything.
1: Pretty Link.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well pretty link is great actually because it's a because it's a plug into WordPress. So you create so he's yeah, okay. he'll be able to say dotto like for our book for instance we we, we can say touchthebook.com dot com slash three words and three words will be a, uh, will be like a, a special That's bit. That's right.
0: When is your book coming out, Mister Maffin? Uh, well,
2: I'm, I, we are working on the copy editing as we speak. The book comes out October fourth. Nice. Uh, there's the there's the link to it. So it's bit.ly slash touch the book. Uh, my co-author Mark Blevis and I—it's being published through uh, Dundurn Press okay. in Toronto. Uh, available in bookstores and airports and all sorts of places there, and pre-order right now on Amazon. Well,
0: we'll have you, we'll have you in. We'll have you on before that for sure, and we'll talk about it as long cool. as I'm still on the air. As long as I, now, as long as go to meeting. <laughs> as long as Citrix <laughs> does not own the DottoTech brand, <laughs> having sued me into oblivion. <laughs> and Vivica, Ms. Von Rosen. Yes, uh what sir. have you got coming up? Well, we have a webinar coming we up. Got you got a webinar? <laughs> Dude.
1: <laughs> we got a webinar coming up next week. Um with 9th and the 11th or 9th, 10th, the 11th? Many times.
0: Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes, yeah,
1: so it'll be on LinkedIn and and prospecting well, here, and actually, I go I, change a bunch this. of this. Just for the people yes. that
0: are here, I'll just put the uh I'll just put the um the, the uh registration code for it right now. And uh, I think uh, before we leave, actually, I do have one thing because apparently there was a question. I just noticed there was a question that we should have addressed before we do that. But I'm just copying that. Let's see if I can put it into. There it is. So if you want to attend Vivica and Steve's webinar, there's the link to do it. Uh, So so, so there's a question regarding Hangouts. Uh, What's the best audio mic device for Hangouts and webinars? Oh, uh, well, not the one Todd's using. Uh, no, not the
1: one's Todd's. this one is great. It's like twenty-five bucks. And a this one's headset. sixty and it's kind of sucks. And this one's like twenty five bucks and it's just a Plantronics.
0: Okay. Any yeah. USB any of the USB's headsets like the Logitech yeah. and stuff like that were gonna be good. I would say the blues the blue microphones are probably even better. And yeah, uh if you is. can if you can setting up a proper a proper uh a proper uh uh, studio, a broadcast type mic with a with an audio interface. But that's, you're talking hundreds of dollars at that point. Yeah. And
1: that's
0: I like $26. I, you like $26? I for like $26. My, for my <laughs> webinar, you better be using the $60 headset, lady.
1: I am, and it's not as good as the $26 headset. Are you going to switch tomorrow? Saying, good yes. stuff. Okay. Yeah. Plus, this messes my hair up.
0: Okay. Now, Vivica, your website is? LinkedIn.
1: Oh, which one? The one for the the... Which Just one? for
0: you, for you, for <laughs> okay, you. Okay, linkedin to There we go. Todd Maffin, thanks so much, my friend. My pleasure. And uh, we will we will talk to you very soon. You you and I have to chat with you about my Facebook ad soon again. You got to help me again. I'm lost again. Well, let's right? do that. Let's, yeah. let's do that after this. Okay, stick around. Don't, don't hang up then. Uh, okay. I I I, I, I Von Rosen, you rock, ma'am. Now go get some beauty sleep because early tomorrow oh, morning seriously? you and I are recording. seriously? Because look at these. Yes. <laughs> What are you, you pointing oh good. thank God she was pointing at her eyes. Okay.
1: <laughs> I, I, I was not gonna show you my nips like
2: Todd did.
0: <laughs> it's a good thing this is the end of the show add, so I could, I'm
2: not say it. I'm not it's gonna to be add. so
0: much easier to trim this out. <laughs> it's gonna be say. so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. And, and Mr. Fraser Morrison, thank you, sir, for thank you for writing herd over our audience. And everybody who is who joined us live for this for the, for our show today. Thank you so much. We are going to be on hiatus until August. This is going to be the last live show for a little while because Why I, I'm, I'm taking a holiday. I got got to go to the Caribou. I got to go got to go visit Mr. Rainbow Trout and let Mr. Mosquito let Mr. Mosquito have <laughs> Mr. his fill. Mosquito, yeah. Have his fill of, of the Dotto blood. It keeps it keeps him going up there in the interior. Uh, <laughs> nice. Thanks so much to you to you both and to the audience. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in, and we will see you in August for more of Dotto Tech. Thanks for tuning in.